Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. Carrie Stoffer is in fact the executive director of the uh, media and production programming at the BAMP Center. Artists and practitioners come to the BAMP Center to either work on their, their own artistic practice or to develop their craft. Filmmakers, television makers, and visual digital artists coming through, editors, producers, writers, all forms of artists. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? So we are a specialized arts and culture institution, non-degree granting and non-parchment, which basically means we have the opportunity to work with artists in different ways, so on the continuum of their careers. So there's some programming that's for emerging artists, some is mid-career, and then, of course, the very senior artists uh, can come to the BAMP Center as well. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. My name is Fred Keating. I'm here with my pal and co-host Marvin Polis. How you doing, Marvin? I'm great, Fred. Where are we? We are smack dab in the middle of God's country. We are at the Banff Center on the side of a mountain in beautiful Banff, Alberta, Canada. We are right in the middle of the, of the majestic Canadian Rocky Mountains, a, a more beautiful place I cannot think of, tell you the truth. No, I think everybody around the world knows about Banff. I mean, Banff is quite famous. The Banff Center is famous. The, the stature is certainly impressive. It so is. we are here to learn more, is that correct? It is, not only in terms of arts and culture, but also in terms of, of the business and sciences. And this is one of those episodes that I, I call a training day, where uh, we've decided to go to a place where people learn stuff that they want to learn. And you found be. us a wonderful guest. Well, I certainly did. Carrie Stoffer is, in fact, the executive director of the uh, media and production programming at the Banff Center. And so, Carrie, thanks very much for taking the time to be with us today. Hi, Fred. Now, what, what exactly does the executive director for media and production at the Banff Center do? I oversee the production at the Banff Center uh, for all the arts programming and the Banff Film and Book Festival, Mountain Film and Book Festival. I oversee Banff Center TV, Banff Center Radio, and Banff Center Press. So basically, anything that has to do with technology or media kind of touches the department I, I uh, take care of. I see. Just out of curiosity, how long have you been with the center? I have been with the center for seven years. Mm -hmm. Always in this capacity as executive director? No, I started out uh, at the BAMP Center as the director of C, which I know sounds funny. It was called Creative Electronic Environment. Uh, so it was still a technology department, but it was much smaller. As I've been, as I've been here, um, the needs for the artists in media have grown and grown. When I first came here, I mean, it would be normal for, of course, a filmmaker or uh, you know, an audio person to be in our media department. But now all the disciplines, uh, we have 13 different artistic disciplines on campus. All the disciplines work with technology in new and engaging ways. So the department kind of has grown through the different needs that are developing. Now, Carrie, you have obviously a radio studio. We're in the radio studio now. You have television studios. You have, I think, animation facilities. And, and of course, you can tell us more about all of this. Who comes here and what do they learn? Well, artists and practitioners come to the BAMP Center to either work on their, their own artistic practice or to develop their craft. So in media and production, we have both filmmakers 
and television makers and visual digital artists coming through, but we also have um, editors, producers, camera people. Writers? Writers that through literary arts. Mm -hmm. I, we work with lit our literary arts department um, collaborating on programming um, mostly through digital narratives and the new forms of storytelling that are emerging, but all forms of artists. So it's a, it's a place for some level of training for individuals of some level of talent or skill. Uh, tell me about the quality of the instruction uh, that would take place if I was a dance student or a writer. Who would teach me? So we are a specialized arts and culture institution, and but we're um, non-degree granting and um, non-parchment, which basically means we uh, have the opportunity to work with artists in different ways. So on the continuum of their careers. So there's some programming that's for emerging artists, some is mid-career, and then of course the very senior artists uh, can come to the BAMP Center as well, usually more in a retreat or in a faculty fashion. And so typically, whether it's a dance program or a music program or a writing program, you're getting kind of the really established senior practitioners coming back to teach the emerging and mid-career people. So when I was driving up the side of the mountain and saw the little cabins in, in the woods near uh, this sort of central campus, those are uh, the retreat kind of yeah. opportunities you're talking about? That's our colony. That's called the latent artist colony. And so I can come to finish my painting? I can come to work on my novel? I can. Yeah, each studio is kind of outfitted for kind of specific practice. So some of them are better for writing, some better for painting, some are better for media. Um, that's when you're really working on your own piece of work and on your own in that retreat atmosphere. A lot of our programs, um, we run residency programs, which last from anywhere from one week to six weeks, depending, and even eight weeks, depending on what the residency is. And so those run throughout the year um, somewhat on a you know, our, our heaviest time is in the summer, somewhat on a kind of a regular schedule. So they're, they're predictable for people to apply to. And, uh, you know, it's international. It's not just Canada. There's a, it's primarily Canadians coming here, but it's mixed in with international. So it makes it a really nice mix. What do you hear from the international students who come all this way? They love the Banff Center. <laughs> I mean, the Banff Center is a place where um, you can, if you're in the performing arts, and you, or if you're a choreographer, and you're, you're, you know, you're doing, you can be rehearsing on a main stage. Typically, the time that you would get, you would get into your venue, and you wouldn't have very much time to mount your show. And here, um, we, because we develop and incubate works as well as present them, you have the time to really work that on a main stage with a professional crew, and so you, you get to take your work to a much further place before it goes on to perhaps its world premiere. We often do the opening premiere, but the world premiere um, is usually somewhere else. And this could involve then, for example, a Filipino choreographer working with a Brazilian director and a Chinese dancer, and uh, the, the casts and crews that make up these presentations, in fact, uh, uh, come from all, all over the globe? All over the globe. The cross-cultural influences must be incredible. Well, we think of ourselves as interdisciplinary in every way, you know, just uh, not just with our programming, but with the people coming to it and how we're incubating and developing and presenting. We think of ourselves as, you know, that at the intersection of all of that. Are these performances ever open to the public? Yes. 
Yeah, we put on about 400 uh, uh, public performances a year here at the BAMP Centre. Um, anything from a small reading right up to in our Harvey, which seats a thousand people, you know, main stage shows. So any, any week of the year, there's always something going on here. One of our, you know, one of the biggest problems between us arts directors is figuring out when there's a free night to present something else. It's a nice problem to have. Yes, it is. <laughs> when I heard you describe what you did a few minutes ago, it also sounded like there is an internal uh, media network as well as this external performances for the public or radio broadcast to the public there's also a, an internal a system that that uh, makes use of all this media as well is that because you you support the students with uh, production resources we support the participants with production resources but a ma major objective of what we do is also disseminating what's created here um, so we're sharing that because we're, we're we are in the Rocky Mountains with a, a limited audience and so we capture uh, almost everything that we do here so we can share it with the public. We do that through our website and on our platforms. So BAMP Center TV and BAMP Center Radio, which is you know video and podcast. Okay, so the, the musicians, yeah the, the, yeah, the musicians, the dancers, the filmmakers, things get produced here. And They're producing their own works and we're telling the story about it. Good, and like you said, you're d disseminating that worldwide. I think an audience is a really important thing to all of us here at the BAMP Center whether it's the physical audience on site or our virtual audience. And you have festivals too, right? We Tell do. We the have uh, the, our Banff um, Mountain Film and Book Festival is the largest uh, uh, genre-based mountain festival in the world. It's um, 40 years old. Um, we get about 10,000 guests on campus. Um, there's a film competition, a book competition, and a photography competition. And it's also um, uh, presentations by alpinists, climbers, adventurers, ex explorers on the main stages. So we uh, are very busy during that time. It's an exciting time. After, after the festival is over, we roll out our world tour. We're in over 40 countries. We do over 1,000 screenings in about 400 locations. Just about any night of the year, we, there's two screenings uh, somewhere in the world. So we take the content that happens during the festival and we curate packages that go out on the road. Wow. You have a speaker series as well. Here. Yes. And Salman Rushdie is, is coming. Was just here. Was just here. Lovely. Yeah, he was lovely too. Oh, good. So this is a place to catch world-class performances or individuals practicing or describing their, their art. It's a place to train and take one's own personal skills, whatever they might be, to another level, as well as build the kind of networking we're always talking about that crosses borders as well as uh, different media formats. You know, and Fred, one of the things that we've talked about and will continue to talk about on our podcast is that the performing arts are really, th this is a team sport, right? It is. Carrie, I'm sure you have some thoughts about that. I think that you just nailed that. It, it, it is a team sport and uh, partnerships and working together is, I think, where we are in Canada and uh, kind of on the world stage of how we need to produce and get work out into the world now. Very little that goes on here, I guess, would be solitary, right? Very only, little. Only those cabins in the woods. <laughs> the cabin, well, <laughs> okay. Cabins in the woods. <laughs> only um, as I'm working on chapter 14 of my novel. We like to encourage, um, we like to encourage the, you know, new work coming together in different ways. So we actually kind of try to create a place where, where there can be, you know, that kind of spontaneous cross-section of artists who might come up with the world, who uh, might come up with an idea, and they may not have worked together before. Those things are very special when they happen. Very, very special. What about the edge of creativity? What about breaking the mold uh, as, oppo you know, as opposed to doing just a classical piece, whether it be musical or, or, or theater, 
do the people here experiment with forms and formats as well? Absolutely. I mean, in our arts programming, everything we do here is based kind of, you know, through that contemporary lens. So even if it's a classical, which isn't to say we don't have classical art happening here, but it's through that lens, through that contemporary lens. Um, and so we are always trying to have conversation and discourse about what is kind of, um, you know, at the forefront of contemporary culture, what are the new forms coming in? We've created new residencies. The digital narratives is an example of that. Next year, my media and production and digital visual arts are collaborating to put on a virtual reality, kind of augmented reality 360, which we're calling mixed reality, which will be looking at the new forms of narrative um, in those worlds, as well as the new technologies emerging in those worlds. So we're always in our planning and our thinking, looking like, how can we look at this at the forefront? Mm -hmm. Bleeding edge. Bleeding edge. Didn't want to use that word. Well, sorry. <laughs> it's an adult show. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of adults, what's the benchmark in terms of participating in any level of programming? How young, how old or skilled does one have to be to take full advantage of the programs you offer? So we think of ourselves kind of as a post-grad kind of place. That can mean a number of things. So you've trained in something somewhat. We're not foundational training. You know, we're not the, co the college foundational training or the university foundational training. You have your practice or you have your craft or you have lived, you know, uh, even if yourself, you know, done, done it yourself, you've been in that world and you've produced stuff and then the BAMP Center can be a really beneficial place for you. Any child prodigies? We have a program here called our practicum program, which is really the craft-based, uh, the craft-based positions and residencies that happen. They're mostly between, I would say, you know, 22 and 30. And I like to think of every single one of them as exceptional because then it's an amazing thing to be able to uh, not only be working with artists every day, so you're, you're never bored, projects are always changing, but to also at the same time, there's a whole mentoring level that goes on here for the, you know, the staff, faculty, and artists where the younger people are coming up in their careers and you're giving them new opportunities. So I don't know that I'd single out one because as soon as I think of one, I think of five other amazing people. Got it. Carrie, before we wrap up, let's uh, get you to tell us how do we find the BAMF Center online? Oh, go to bampcenter.ca online and uh, look at our new website. It's a story-based website, so you can experience the BAMP Center through um, our digital platforms, and you can find all about how to come to the BAMP Center. Splendid. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks. All the best. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity. <laughs>